0: Shirley Moore on HRM 87.9 FM.
1: I am privileged this afternoon that I have got company in Studio One here. I have got Nicola. Hello. Hello. (laughs) And Shane. Hello. How are we all doing? (laughs) We're doing good. The guys are from the Education People, I'm going to be doing a little interview with these lovely people that have joined me. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So Shane, I think you should go first. Thanks for
2: having us in. Just to give people a little bit of background then. So yeah, my role within um, the Education People, so I'm part of our employing engagement team. And what kind of what we do really is we work part of our specialist employment service. So we're here to raise awareness of what we do, how it might benefit potentially you directly or someone you might know or a business that you might either work with or know a friend that might work somewhere that could be really beneficial to them so just to give an overview really so what we do is we support people with disabilities gaining access to the workplace Um, so I'll go into more detail obviously as we talk around it but what our roles actually are is we go out and and we kind of encourage employers to come along and work with us and see the benefits of working with um, people with disabilities really so yeah we'll touch on more exactly what the services and what the education people but yeah just to give you a little bit of a snippet yeah so I kind of um, reach out to employers so I'll let Nikki say a bit more about her role.
0: Hello thank you for having us. You're welcome Nikki. I've got two hats with my role I'm an employer engagement officer alongside Shane and also I have a small caseload of clients so I'm an employment support officer. What that means is I work alongside parts of Kent sort of the south up the west and parts of Medway as well looking to work with our clients that have a disability or a health condition to break down any barriers they may have accessing paid employment which is their end goal we do that using the five stages of supported employment I can briefly explain what that means please do so the first stage is your customer engagement so it's getting to know our clients finding out what their skills are so we focus on ability not the disability Okay, that's nice. It's looking at the profiling so we find out what our skill set is of our clients, what their interests are, what their hobbies are, just finding out a bit of them with their home life as well as what they're looking to achieve in the future. So it's helping to build that relationship, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Then the third stage is employee engagement, so it's looking to work alongside employers to help educate them if they're not already about the benefits of. employing someone with a disability sort of being more inclusive and diverse with recruitment processes and then also the job matching side so making sure that we're working with our clients to find the best match possible with an employer yeah and it's all about what they can do okay and then that support once we find someone a placement is the in work support so it's helping them to sustain employment and being there for the long term. And we call it fading support. So once we feel that they've settled in the workplace, the employer's happy as well, so we're like the middleman; We support yeah, the employer yeah. as well as the client. That's when we fade our
1: support and leave them up and running oh that's a really good expression actually are you like on a one-to-one basis with a client yes it's very
0: person-centered
1: so for example at the moment
0: i've got a client base of about 10 clients uh, because of my other role with shane but that could mean 10 different levels of support we are very person-centered disabilities
1: and health conditions mean different things to everyone yeah yeah that's really useful on a personal basis my brother was downs Mm -hmm when he was going to leave school at 17 we weren't particularly sure what would happen so we didn't know where he would go what support he would get and that's really quite enlightening because he probably would have now I mean I'm talking about the 80s mm. but right now he probably would have been in your stream yes and that's really refreshing because there's a there's a structure there which is which it, you know it's nice yeah. Oh, thank you for that Oh, you're welcome thank you
2: the thing that we want to get across and the example you've given there is actually there are support services out there and not always are they kind of directly out there for you to see in a sense. So actually it's just a good opportunity to just showcase what we can do, the support that we can do. So actually anyone that listening could take away and think it might not benefit them directly, but it could be a friend, family, someone in their network that they yeah. know, that they can just point pinpoint into into our direction, the education people, and kind of find out a bit more about what we do. Like I said, I think the real thing that we really want to try and do is entice businesses into work with us, because mm. actually I think there's a talent pool of individuals across Kent that yeah. are probably not getting the, the looking or the barriers that have been put in front of them to try and find that particular next work job placement. Um, and what we're kind of doing is encouraging employers to say actually if you're struggling to recruit you're finding positions that are really hard to fill yeah we've got a talent pool here that we've got people that work ready to go into the workplace sure. and can make a big impact to your to your, to your business
1: great. it sounds a little bit and again uh, forgive my naivety there's a little bit of a stigma there yeah mm. y- yeah disabilities and i'm a rainbow presenter and there's certain things even now that you think i don't get the opportunity to do Definitely, but yeah. It's nice that you guys are breaking down barriers and... Give me a platform. Exactly, yeah, that is exactly the word. Thank yes. you. The, a platform mm. to, to do that. And that is absolutely brilliant. So I
2: think as well, I think everyone sometimes feels a bit of treading on eggshells when we talk about disabilities. Yes. Um, I think it's sometimes for some people, it's it's difficult. They feel that if they ask more questions, are they going to put their foot in something, for instance? Yeah, sure. So yeah, actually, yeah, sure. it's just trying to make people, and we we train businesses and, and, and companies as well about working, becoming more disability, com- because actually having them open conversations be better in the long run it, yeah, and sometimes exactly. it's like you say some people stay away from them conversations because they feel it's tricky and yeah. they don't understand a disability enough to talk about it so actually it's about if we can educate people and again it's not belittling people to say actually we need to step step one You, know, this is how you work with someone with a disability it's just breaking down like i say them barriers from an employer's point of view sure, yeah. that can then have a more open mind yeah.
1: and, it, and that's refreshing to hear as well because like i said um, earlier on about a month ago I didn't really know who you were, and I was fortunate enough to meet Nikki in in the studio. She came in on my show (laughs) with our chairperson, Eunice. I got introduced... And I'm a curious person. I thought yeah. oh, I'm, going, mm. I'm going to go and have a look, mm. and I did have a little bit of a look, and it was something I was totally unaware of. And I've got friends with children that have got ADHD, yeah, which again is a disability, yeah. and it's something that people don't like to to say out loud, do they? It's, yes, it's be- and some disabilities are not always visual. Uh, exactly, mm. exactly right. That's a sad place to be. But like you said, you've got the the platform to address this, yeah. and especially coming on hospital radio medway and somebody may be listening hoping from today somebody will approach you
2: yeah no definitely and i think that's what we want to do is put exposure out there to, to make people aware of the services that we that we have and obviously nikki named the five stages of supporting employment which is fantastic but yet again we want to talk to anyone just to find out a bit more whether you're someone with a disability that might find that you've got barriers in front of you that that you need support with that's great Um, if you're a business and you think actually we want a more diverse more inclusive workforce we want to open up to a talent pool of individuals that we maybe wouldn't necessarily look at in regards to taking unemployment so for us just having that opportunity to have them discussions and yet again there's there's free training that could be provided to 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 your staff and your your your, your staff force which would be really massive like an insight into disabilities because i think once everyone understands it a little bit more it becomes a lot easier to have a a conversation around it and then the barriers that might they feel that they might be in place. Actually, reasonable adjustments in the workplace could be quite simple and something easy to do. I think everyone thinks it's a big expense as you've, well. hit,
1: you've hit the nail on the head. Where I used to work in a power station, we had to get a special lift. Yeah. Obviously, for wheelchair access to get them onto the second floor, toilet facilities. Yeah. You have to accommodate all of that. And some, like you said, some employers are quite anxious and apprehensive about doing stuff like that where you said it's not that bad no no no, not at all and with a bit of insight yes. you can you can accommodate it quite easily and it doesn't have to be expensive
2: exactly yeah thinking a, a thing as well regarding that is sometimes employers don't want to ask them questions they feel like they should know the answers but they don't want to, to kind of say what are reasonable adjustments what what can we do yeah um, but you speaking, can't know
1: everything no can exactly
2: you? It, and that's what we're there for really what we're saying yes. just to have that initial conversation and like i say a reasonable adjustment could be something about it could be someone with a, a learning disability or a physical disability where they they might just need for instance the light that's above their desk yes it, it might yeah. need to be a slightly different shade different yeah. color or something yeah. like but yeah again that's quite a simple reasonable and adjustment it, to it, do.
1: it's an easy fix like a daylight bulb yes mm, yeah, it's, mm. it's one of them simple things knowledge is power isn't it yeah definitely. and use somebody else's knowledge, pool on your expertise. it's fantastic yeah. as well. My sister-in-law is profoundly deaf and we were talking about the Makaton services that you provide.
0: Yes. Well, there's a member of staff able to interpret for clients to make the support a bit more seamless. We can sort of look on
1: to attract her services to someone that needs that level of support. Your services, the platform that you've got is massive. Um, a pleasing. I encourage everybody, you're on Facebook, aren't you? Oh, LinkedIn, is it? LinkedIn. But I found you on yeah, Facebook as well. Yeah,
2: so I think to, to find us is, is just the education people. People, you know, yeah. Search, for instance, you'll, you'll come straight to, to our website. I'm going say we, we're part of one of many services across the, across the, the whole company.
1: Do you want to ex- expand yeah, a bit? Yeah, give a bit of an overview, really, of, of
2: kind of the education people as a whole. Um, so we're kind of like a one-stop shop in a sense um, for education services and um, so what we do is we have a number of different kind of um, services across yeah, so the- things like skills and employability which will focus on kind of working with schools so that could be helping schools with broken employer engagement so bringing like work experience opportunities we also drive apprenticeships across the county for young people and anyone yet yeah, again apprenticeships open to, to anybody uh, we kind of then um, support with the careers offer within schools as well just making sure you People get the right information to make more informed decisions. We then have early years and childcare team as well, so we start from right down from knee height in a sense. Yeah. And it goes right up. We've got outdoor learning, because we do realise there are young people out there that, that benefit learning more from outside the classroom than they do inside, which is absolutely fine as well. School finance services, that says what it does on the tin, really, <laughs> in a sense. We've got governor services as well, where we support governors of schools across the county. Then we've got our school improvement team uh, alongside that as well. So their majority of our services, like I say, we're a one-stop shop um, of all things education, really, and we're just that support. But yet again, our service is the like, specialist support. So where we're slightly different to some other so yeah, We focus on life after, shall we say, after school, school and, yeah. and, and transitioning from 16 up. And we support, like I say, people with disabilities, whether that's learning or a physical disability, yeah. into the workplace. No,
0: that's brilliant. We've been doing this... Well, over thirty years now oh, wow. as an organisation, and we're part of BASE, which stands for the British Association for Supported Employment. Yeah, it's a whole network of companies that
1: are part of that um, society that help with the supported employment. Sure, no, it sounds just just sounds amazing because, mm. like I said to you earlier on, I didn't really have any concept, yeah. and then I delved into it a little bit deeper, and it's absolutely fascinating. Like you said, you've massive platform of services and it's nice to speak to people because you probably would have been the people that we would have been speaking to about my brother yes you know yeah really definitely and
2: used. like i say there's a lot of different services and it's not a one shop look
1: one stop shop one stop, stop shop. shop That's <laughs> there we go
2: getting, for, for, so we we individualize our our, our kind of support for, for yeah. individuals that, that come to work with us so like i say we could be for someone that is not ready to go straight into full-time work. So we look at things like work experience, getting them work ready, coming over the first barriers to start with to to then hopefully get to that position where it's a sustainable um, employment because that's what we want to do. Every client that works with us, we want to get them into the workplace. We want to support them, but not just support them, support the employer because actually it could be a new learning experience for them And what we don't want to do is just go, there you go, Yep. (laughs) hopefully (laughs) it works out okay, and then then go away. We want to provide that support from either side, and then phase out that support, because ideally, in in an ideal world, the relationships there is built, the foundations there put in place, so we can kind of gradually step back and go from there, really. so
1: just sounds absolutely fantastic. Have you got any, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask you this, but I'm going to anyway, have you got any particular success story you want to share is there something that you did that you thought wow that went really brilliantly yeah we are currently working with a a large delivery company shall we
0: say (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure many of us have used their services especially around christmas time and birthdays we've got a young man that is hearing impaired um that's sort of working in there and with the support of our colleague in the other part of kent He's successfully started working with them, and that employer has been fantastic in providing reasonable adjustments for him, adjustments to the recruitment process as well, making it more accessible. So, yeah, that is a success story. And if you're just doing a plug here on my LinkedIn page, if you'd (laughs) like to stalk and follow me,
1: you carry on, you carry on.
0: (laughs) Then what we like to do is celebrate those successes by putting posts on. Absolutely. um, And it gets out to the wider audience as well.
1: Yeah. No. No. You yeah. need to share your successes. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Sorry to like throw you there. I'm no. That's curious okay. Bit. No.
2: We've got many though as well. Yeah. For, from that's obviously working with a client, but sometimes we've got real success stories working with an employer and seeing their journey through so many people might not be aware there's a scheme by the government called a disability confidence scheme so what it does it starts in a three-level process and what it does is trying to get employers to become committed to become disability confident to actually just showcase that they're taking this seriously as well and what we do is we provide a free support for businesses across kent to kind of travel through that level from level one being committed level two to become an employer and a level three become the leader around disability so what we do is and i say we work with some large companies across the county to to go through that stage because what it does then is when you go through that transition it then creates more opportunities for people with disabilities and that isn't just clients that come to us then that's clients across kent in a sense so the more business we find are more disability confident the more opportunities that will come from these workforces across kent to be able to provide Great opportunities for for our clients.
1: No, it sounds absolutely fantastic. How are you guys funded? It's
0: KCC's Adult Social Services, and also we are contracted by
1: Department of Work and Pensions. Um, so DWP. DWP. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Kent County Council. Yep. And DWP blimey yes yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, g- yeah yeah.
2: education as a whole we get a um, majority of our funding through Kent County Council so yep. we're kind of like a sister company in a sense to them so we okay. get a lot of funding from the local authority but like say we do then pick up contracts mm. um, outside of that as well to, yeah. to provide more of our services to to the clients across Kent.
0: Yeah, we've just recently um, come to the end of our contract with Medway Council. OK. So we're finishing with that one at the moment. But who knows what could happen in the future? Is, was that like a negotiated
1: term? Did you have, have like a fixed term, three years, five yes, years? Yes, it was three years. Three years? Yeah, yeah so they're not so, renewing or so i, I think
2: there's big conversations going on in the background yeah. to see how things might yeah. work in the future um for us it's great because obviously we then get the opportunity to, to engage with people from medway and, course, and, yeah. and build up business links from there as yeah. well and yet again it's about leaving that legacy because when you start to be- get more employers become more disability confident that then becomes their culture a change of culture yeah. in their business so then actually that c- still continues to create opportunities and we we want people with a disability that go for an interview and they feel confident that their needs are going to be met yes Um, and i think there's a lot of people out there that don't so it's about how we can educate employers to hopefully overcome that barrier and it could be something like a working interview someone with a disability Mm. that might have autism for instance might sit in this room now and really struggle to get their story across and their experience but what we could do is we could put them in in a sense in the deep end in going here's the job this is what you need to do and they'll go away and they was they would do that fantastically yep. and showcase their skill set better that way than they would sitting down avenue. So it's just making employers aware of the different sort of changes that they can okay. make to recruitment. And,
1: and it is the culture as well, isn't it? Mm. It's what you don't know you're quite worried about. And, and once you have got somebody with a disability and you start to feel comfortable because like you said earlier, Shane, people are a little bit awkward around people with disabilities, aren't they? Yeah. And you may not want to engage with them because you don't know what to do or what to yeah, say. It's that fear
0: of offending, is yeah. it?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. My goodness, when I had a, a chat with my sister, now sister-in-law, um, she's deaf, and I gestured a sign and I got it completely wrong. <laughs> and I was horrified because it was a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> And now, no, it's not not, not, not the know. word to say. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. Personal question, Shane. Mm. Why did you choose what you were doing? Why did you go into yeah, this field? So,
2: so my background is is probably a little bit of a different route, but there's a common theme for it. So I, I worked in the Youth Justice Estate for 12 years. Okay. Um, so working with young offenders yes. um, in a number of different roles, um, doing that and kind of towards the, the end of my career in that, Um, area I kind of worked in the education team so I kind of run the education department for a period of time and an operation managed a few of our sites but it was all about supporting people from and I, I hate using this word but from a disadvantaged background yeah finding work finding education so actually I found that quite rewarding seeing the change in, in especially the younger generation in the work we would do with them and embedding them back into the community then I kind of went to work at the University of Kent for a period of time work on the project but yet again was focused on disadvantaged people uh, these were young adults this time yep. to get um, kind of jobs within the creative industries because your traditional route sometimes to get into creative industry, you go to university it's about who you know as many people will, yeah. will know that um, so actually looking at how people that have got that hidden talent that maybe haven't got the skill set to go to university how can they use that within the workplace so I think a common theme for me is always working with people that just kind of need that extra support and guidance and support and then it yeah kind of led into to this role which I've been doing for the last couple of years which is yeah very rewarding which and and great to have and and providing that support yeah I can really tell
1: because you're really enthusiastic about it yeah I can feel the yeah no that's what we try and (laughs) do the passion
2: for it yeah you really get a good like say when you say earlier about good news stories I think we could probably spend the whole interview okay. talking about that but we won't take that up <laughs> no, no, I no, your, your yeah, yeah time that's either. that's that's my background no, yeah. that's
1: brilliant what about you nikki well uh, i fell into
0: this this wasn't my chosen path uh, career path i wanted to be a florist when i left school okay <laughs> um horticulture ain't totally different but it didn't turn out that way so i then spent 28 years working for dwp in a similar role but working with uh, young people, 16 to 24-year-olds, okay. offering opportunities to them for work experience, things like that, giving them choices because sometimes they don't always know what the choices are out there. No, no. You're trying to break sort of two, three, third generations' worth of going down one path.
1: Yes, yeah. You
0: know, it's educating young people about what are the opportunities out there, what are your skill sets, what are your strengths, abilities, interests... And then I took redundancy from DWP and then I uh, fell into KCC's disadvantaged programme, okay. working again with the 16 to 24 year olds. I enjoy that age group. Y- yeah. I yeah. really do. That's where you feel your most yeah. comfortable. And- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and then that contract finished, and I work. I'm
1: currently on this one working. That's brilliant. Um, with so you're both very similar in your yeah yeah definitely in, in your yeah. goals and aspirations with with that age bracket of, of yeah. People. I That's like listening brilliant.
0: to people's stories, their backgrounds. Finding nosy perhaps is another <laughs> no, word. No, no,
1: no. Intrigued. <laughs> intrigued. intrigued, intrigued. Yeah,
0: what makes people tick? Yeah, I just find that
1: interesting. Sort of trying to perhaps make a very small difference yeah yeah well, you both sound very empathic mm. so know yes, that's that's brilliant and what you're doing for me i was just absolutely amazed is there anything else you'd like to share um
2: basically really like just getting our name out there and i think we, we, hopefully we we will do and you'll see us on on men's, oh, loads of different social media and our, our website and just a kind of like a call out really to anyone that maybe have got a friend family member or you may be disabled yourself there is support out there and do get in contact because like what was saying kind of off off air in the sense that if we don't know the answer we know someone that does or point you in the direction and just a call out to businesses really come and speak to us just have a conversation there's no hard sell we're a free service find out a little bit more information about what we do most importantly how we can support you as a business the training that's out there that you probably might not have thought about doing before the talent pool of individuals out there that you probably never thought about accessing or how to access them just ask them questions them questions that i said when you feel like you're treading on eggshells talk to someone around disability ask us them questions because yeah, there's not such brilliant. thing as a silly question um, and we will we'll put you in the right direction and we will give you that support and guidance really so yeah i think for us it's just been a great opportunity to put, put what we do out there, and um, mm-hmm. and no, yeah, hopefully a food for thought for perfect. some people.
1: No, it's 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 brilliant, and it's refreshing to hear that that you can make a difference to somebody. Yeah, people great. with disabilities don't always want to step forward either, do they? But that little no. bit of a little bit of a nudge, yeah, all, and it, it yeah, it's brilliant. It makes a massive difference. Would you like to add anything, Nikki? No, I think that's it. I think got. a cross what we wanted to say but thank you very much for having us. no it's been absolutely absolutely brilliant i've thoroughly enjoyed it thank you both so very much it's been absolutely enlightening absolutely loved that i was fascinated by what what the education people do i'm sold and i'll be sharing their posts for sure and what lovely lovely people they were nicola brandon and shane forster from the education people to contact the education people phone 0345
0: 604 1699 or email hello at the dot org or visit our website www.theeducationpeople.org
1: if you'd like to hear
2: more episodes in this series of podcasts or indeed see our other podcasts search for our podcast website in your browser hospitalradiomedway.captivate.fm HRM Our engineers have been locked away in the engineering bay for the past few months. We were not sure what they were doing until... Here it is, everybody. The world's greatest website. www.hospitalradiomedway.co.uk emerged. Find out all the latest information on your bedside voice. Check out our program schedule. Find out how to become a member. You can even see the faces behind your station. Uh, If you really want to, that is. hospitalradiomedway.co.uk.